from today. Christmas is so close now and all weekend long, no matter where I was, who I spoke to, the number one topic outside of Christmas, and are you ready for it, still seemed to be, how about this weather? The lack of snow. Looks like maybe a fall day. There's still some leaves on the trees. Hardly any snow. A brown Christmas. Yeah, it was a big talker again on the weekend. And uh, even with the winter solstice here on Thursday, it may be the shortest day of the year, the first day of winter. But after that, the days start getting longer as we will try to claw our way back slowly but surely out of this miserably. Oh, no, not at all messy winter. In fact, I bagged a few more leaves over the weekend. Seriously, I saw my window wells around the house have no snow, and I realized some of the leaves had blown in, so I I dragged those out of there. It's so bizarre, isn't it? But I'm okay with it. I'm enjoying it. I'd rather uh, not shovel a ton of snow. It's inevitable. We are going to get just a whack of snow. I don't care. What they say about El Nino, January, February, it's going to snow. We'll be uh, we'll be grumbling about it at some point here, but uh, it's the last week of school before the Christmas break. With only seven days to go, I guess it's a little more acceptable to uh, dress more lax, right, and lean into the ugly Christmas sweaters at work, or maybe the Santa hat. Do you know anyone like that at work? Does anyone? Maybe it's you. Maybe you dress crazy for Christmas and love it. Is your workspace all lit up with lights and decorations? Or do they even let you do that at work? I know uh, for some people, uh, they really get into it. I see our Jamie News Director Sarah Mills has decorated our newsroom. Thank you, Sarah, for that. But uh, one of the coolest Christmas traditions rolls through town tonight. Here's something I want to do tonight. The CP Holiday Train. It's rolling through. The train is 14 rail cars long. It's decorated with hundreds of thousands of LED lights. It looks terrific. It has a modified boxcar that gets turned into a traveling stage for the performers on board, and uh, they encourage food bank donations at every stop. Yesterday was an estimate in Weyburn, and today it rolls through Moose Jaw and Regina. So it's going to arrive about 545 along North Railway across from Mosaic Stadium, so in other words, right where the riders used to practice back in the day on the practice field there along the tracks next to the Lawson. So the mini-concert starts at 6 and goes till about 6.30. Then it's off to Moose Jaw. Dallas Smith, next year's Craven Country Thunder headliner, is on board. So is Mackenzie Porter, a couple of great artists. And then it'll be in Moose Jaw tonight about 7.45. And uh, the event, they'll perform there about 8 o'clock on the west side of the CPR on Manitoba Street. And at both shows, like I said, staff are going to be there collecting food and monetary donations to help those in need over the holidays. And you folks in Swift Current and Maple Creek, it's coming your way too, tomorrow. It is so nice out that this is one event I think will just be uh, terrific tonight. I bet it's going to be packed. Hey, coming up later on this morning, one of my favorite Christmas traditions on this show. I have Santa's direct line to the North Pole so your kids can talk to Santa directly and you can ask him anything. One question that I've been concerned about all year. Uh-oh. I've been good. You're concerned whether or not Santa knows if you're good, Liam? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay, Santa, do you have Liam on the naughty Liam, or nice I'm list? I'm checking the list right now. Oh, boy, and... Liam, it's a long list. 
Yes, he has been good. Yes, he's good. good. <laughs> he, I was a little bit worried about that. <laughs> well, we had that one incident in June, but that's okay, Liam. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Liam. Yes. <laughs> You can ask Santa whatever you want at 7.40 this morning. And uh, I'll tell you what, my producer, Frank, even if you're just waking up now, I thought, you know what? I'd like to make sure I'm in on this. If you want to uh, let Frank know, you can call one 877 300 Pardon me, 7275. 1-877-300-7275. And uh, we'll work out the, the number in advance if you want to let Frank know now. So we're ready at 7.40 with Santa Claus. Christmas, it's almost here. A week to go now, and uh, man, the excitement level in my household is uh, pretty high. And uh, yesterday was a big uh, day to decorate cookies. Spent a few hours doing that and uh, watched a lot of NFL football, too. Pretty ugly scene for my Cowboys against the Bills. I'll get into that later on. But uh, hey, happy birthday. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday. You share it with... None other than Keith Richards. He's 80 today. I watched an interview uh, Keith gave to CBS uh, a few months back when they were promoting the new album that came out, which is a great, solid album. He mentioned how uh, he's feeling better because he kicked his most persistent addiction, his smoking habit. It's been two years now since his last cigarette, Keith Richards. He stopped cold turkey after uh, smoking 55 years, he said. Yeah, I got a few patches for a few weeks, you know. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, you know, a bell rings and it's like it's something inside says, hey, pal, enough. So, yeah, just put the hammer on it. Luckily, I just don't miss it, and that makes me feel good. Until I started rehearsing yeah. for the tour last August. Yeah. And then I realized that I had 10 times more wind. <laughs> Keith Richards celebrating his 80th birthday today. And sadly, I got to tell you and bring you an update on this. You might recall last week the story of uh, Kelly Unke, who wanted to make something positive out of a heartbreaking diagnosis with his dog. Now, he had set a goal of a thousand pets for his dog, a five-year-old Rottweiler, Brutus. Because he loves kids and he loves people so much. And the best way for me to give back to show him how much I care is to share him with the world. Now, Brutus had cancer and was all set to be at the uh, Southland Pet Valley this weekend where he was to collect more pets, share some laughs. But Brutus, I guess, wasn't feeling well and had to be taken to the vet after about 20 minutes of appearing there. And later on Saturday afternoon, Yankee confirmed that Brutus had been put down. Sorry to hear that, Cal. You can see pictures of Brutus at his owner at cjme.com. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a sad update I, I, I des- definitely wanted to bring you. But at the same time, that was a good idea for Kelly, too. And I know there were a lot of people uh, who were going to be showing up on Saturday to say hi and uh, give their condolences. But uh, sadly, Brutus was only there about 20 minutes. 
Now, also on the weekend, we've all heard of door crasher specials. But what happened over the Cornwall Center is a little unusual. This is, this is nuts. So, what is it, like close to 3 in the morning, early Saturday, police respond to reports of a stolen Regina co-op taxi. And at one point, they try to halt the stolen car at a traffic stop, but it gets away. Next, they spot it ramming the front doors of a business, 2200 block abroad, the shopper's drug mart there. Police approach. It drives away again. They try to use a spike belt. Couldn't stop it. As officers were trying to lay down the spike belt to stop it, they say it crashed into a business in downtown on Hamilton. It turns out Colin O'Brien's man shop. So the spike belt didn't work. And, and here is where it begins to sound like a scene right out of the movie The Blues Brothers. Okay. Lots of space in this mall. It's crazy. It drove through the Cornwall Center front doors on 11th. And it continued through the main level, coming to a stop. And police, of course, walk up to it, starts moving again. Drove through the opposite entrance towards Sass Drive. Finally gets hung up on the stairs. And the woman behind the wheel immediately arrested. A 32-year-old female they've taken into custody. And she's headed to court later today with a long list of charges, including robbery, evading police, dangerous driving, impaired driving, and mischief. Thank goodness this wasn't during the day. On a Saturday when so many people would have been around. It was overnight, middle of the night, or it could have been a lot worse, but I... uh, I can't believe it. It's right out of the movies, like I said. I, I sure hope that we get to see the black and white grainy surveillance tape within the mall someday. Because that would be interesting. Just glad no one got hurt. The moon is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having over the weekend, I bought my Christmas turkey, and uh, if you are looking to get a few turkey tips, well, Chef Dale McKay is going to be joining me. He is a locally renowned chef who's worked with the likes of uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay and hugely successful in this province. More with uh, Dale McKay in just a moment here. Maybe today's the day. Maybe Regina City Councilors will be able to decide the final budget. And this is day four, I guess, right, of trying to hash it out. They took a break over the weekend. They tabled the capital and operating and the utility budgets to today. I said they needed more information to make some decisions, but uh, will they finish today? Last we heard from Mayor Masters, doesn't sound like it. I think we'll get the utility budget approved Monday. I think we'll probably deal with that one first, and then we'll get back into the capital and operating, and I am honestly don't know if we'll get that approved on Monday. I saw a photo uh, of Mayor Masters on the weekend sitting at her desk in council with her head in her hands looking frustrated. That photo summed it up. See what happens today. 980 Jamie senior reporter Lisa Schick will again be uh, covering it as she has brought us all the details the first three days, day four. This was, uh, this was, I think, something that a lot of people would be interested in. That kind of came late into the weekend, and you might have missed it, more than a month after friend star Matthew Perry's unexpected death. Uh, the Los Angeles Medical Examiner's Office released an autopsy report attributing his passing to an overdose of ketamine. 
Perry was 54. He was found unresponsive in the pool, if you recall, back in uh, October, October 28th. And contributing factors, according to the coroner, included drowning, coronary artery disease, and ketamine. And, and, and that creates a feeling of detachment from pain and the environment. Medical expert Angela Campman explains how the drug likely led to Perry's passing. What I foresee happened with him is what it does is it puts you in kind of a trance state. So he probably was in a hot tub in a trance state, slipped under the water and drowned. The ketamine in and of itself doesn't stop your breathing, but it can keep you from waking up if you are submerged. Perry was reported to be receiving ketamine infusion therapy for depression and anxiety, but according to the coroner's report, the ketamine in his system of, at death could not be from that infusion therapy since uh, ketamine's half-life is three to four hours or less. So uh, kind of leaves a question mark still surrounding it, but you can read into it what you wish. Let's talk about the NFL for a moment here. Week 15, man, it wraps up tonight with the Eagles visiting the Seahawks, but Philadelphia quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts is questionable tonight due to illness. The Eagles are 10-3, and three, the Seahawks 6-7. and seven. But Sunday, the 49ers won again, 45-29 over the Cardinals. As long as they remain healthy, I don't see anyone beating the 49ers. I really don't. I think they're going to be the Super Bowl champs. My Cowboys look pathetic in Buffalo, and the Bills' playoff hopes remain alive. They beat Dallas 31-10. Now the Cowboys, uh, of course, went into that one knowing they'd clinched a playoff spot. But still, there's a lot to play for, right? But uh, it was awful. Uh, Next up for Dallas, Miami on Christmas Eve. They better be ready for that one. Chiefs. Snapped their two-game losing streak by beating the Patriots 27-17. Yes, Taylor Swift was seen on camera several times, including while dropping a rather obvious F-bomb when her man Travis Kelsey appeared to be interfered with on a catch. Of course, that blew up on social media. And uh, again, what a lousy life she has in that regard. Sure, she's got all the money in the world and leads a great life. But I'm just saying, she doesn't want to be on NFL Sunday football. But they continually go to her because it it's good for ratings with all the Swifties watching. But at any given moment, no matter how she's acting, she doesn't know what a camera is going to be on. <laughs> Just, you know, like the rest of us. But there it is. Taylor drops an F-bomb. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the tree for me. One of my favorite, favorite things to do leading up to Christmas with a week to go is talk to Santa Claus with your kids live from the North Pole. We're doing that again this morning at 740. If you'd like to call my producer Frank now, 1-877-300-7275. Frank will get your uh, phone number and your children's names. Maybe you're a grandparent wanting your uh, grandchildren to talk to Santa. Frank can help you out uh, ahead at 740 when we talk to Santa. So call now if you wish, one 877 Another part of Christmas that I love is the Christmas turkey. I love to cook. And I'm always open to hearing how others prepare their turkey and what sort of tricks they have to making a tasty bird. And that's where my next guest comes in, Chef Dale McKay, who some of you likely recall it was the winner of season one of Top Chef Canada back in 2011. But... Chef's come a long way from that win. In fact, a long way, even encountering Chef Gordon Ramsay, who changed his life and his course, too. We're going to get into that in a moment. Welcome, Chef. And uh, you you have come a long ways from 2011, that Top Chef win, haven't you? Yeah, 
it's crazy. Uh, so much has changed, and you know, me as a person, and my career, and family, and everything. So yeah, it, it feels like it just happened, but at the same time, it was a long time ago. Well, your journey has certainly been an interesting one. Starting out as what a fry cook, and then you decided to up your game, and you jetted off to England, where you earned a spot at one of my favorite chefs, uh, Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. Tell me a little about that. Yeah, you know, I, I started washing dishes. Mostly because of lack of education, I left school at, at 14 and, and just decided I was going to be an adult. Uh, and, uh, and being an adult, you had to, had to work, and so I started washing dishes, and then somebody didn't show up to work one day, and they put me online, and this was just at a burger chain, so I was deep frying, you know, chicken wings and stuff like that. And I just loved it. When I was 19, I decided, you know, I, I actually saw a documentary on Gordon Ramsay that I got on VHS from a friend. And then I moved to England three weeks later and, and ended up working at his three Michelin star there. And, and then I ended up being with him for seven and a half years in three different countries. Wait cool a minute, wait a minute, Dale, wait a minute here. Brag a little more now. You go <laughs> to, to England, Gordon Ramsay kind of, well, he knows you, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with him a long time. I, I just, I, I mean, I talked to him, I guess, a couple of months ago. We had a little video chat. Uh, we hadn't talked in a while, but yeah, I was with him a long time, and I kind of became an opener. We, when I joined him, he just had the one restaurant, just the three Michelin star, and then from there, I opened up a restaurant in Claridge's, which uh, expanded quite rapidly. I became kind of an opener, and so I think I opened up a total of eight restaurants for him, two in Japan, uh, two in New York, and I think four or five in, in England, the last few as, as a head chef. Dale, are yeah. you telling me you have Chef Gordon Ramsay on your uh, phone right now? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when you spend those many hours, at his restaurants, you know, you get some contact information. But yeah, we, you know, when I joined him, it was a kind of a special case because he was still in the restaurant. Like when I joined him, he was chef famous, you know, restaurant famous, but he wasn't, he didn't really become like world famous until, you know, quite a few years later. So when I joined him again, he was still in the kitchen every day and it was, that was his 100% focus. It was just creating the best restaurants possible. What do you think of Chef Ramsay when you watch on television now? Uh, you know, he's changed quite a bit through the years, I think. You know, with the, you know, when he first got on there, it was very explosive and yelling and all that stuff. And don't get me wrong. I mean, that's very similar how it was in the restaurants. He didn't really ever just yell to yell, though you were always on edge all the time, which to me, honestly, that's why I chose to want to go work for him. You know, I, I do think that there are certain something about that you know it's the same as like being an athlete or being in those you know when you're under pressure all the time you manage to perform under pressure and you manage to find ways of not messing up or not you take steps that you wouldn't normally take if that pressure wasn't there to not mess up that and that's why i like competition so much that's why you know i think i did well in top chef and that's why i enjoy that kind of stuff because kitchen pressure i i love can move on because there's so much more to talk about but i have to ask now that i have your cell number i'm going to call for any cooking tips down the road do you ever ask a cooking tip to uh, Gordon Ramsay? I think it'd probably get yelled at. <laughs> yeah, like you didn't take on any of that training. What brought you back to Saskatchewan in, uh, I think it was 2013? A lot of it came down to my son and, and family, realistically. I'd, I'd been abroad and had been away for so long. And my, my two brothers and my mom, you know, were in we're in Saskatchewan, and, and so I decided, you know, this was... And, and the province was booming at the time. Let everyone know, too, what you've said and accomplished here in Saskatchewan, please. Yeah, I mean, we opened up a restaurant called Aiden Kitchen and Bar, and that was named after my son, and, you know, we got the best uh, new restaurants of the year for En Route. So we were People's Choice, and we got number seventh that year. I've opened up a total of, I think, five restaurants in 
Saskatchewan between Regina and Saskatoon. And uh, they're chef-driven restaurants, you know, cocktail-focused as well, wine-focused. And, and use Saskatchewan products is, is was a big focus, you know, getting farmers to grow for us, celebrating what we grow in Saskatchewan, which I don't think necessarily was being done a lot. Um, everything from mushrooms to asparagus to, you know, some of the amazing pork and chickens and everything that we have here. So I think that is something that, that's changed a lot in, in a that's lot of awesome. restaurants now. Yeah. Chef Dale McKay is my guest, and uh, I'm going to have to take a break because I want you to return here, if you don't mind. Can you stick around? Sure. Because I want some Christmas turkey tips. For sure. Okay, we're going to get to those right after the 6.30 news. Uh, Coming up with Kevin Martell. Of course, the city tried to hash out our budget. They go back at her day four today. What can we expect there? Plus, a car, a taxi stolen over the weekend, goes on a ride that crashes into several businesses, including through the Cornwall Center. This is one you got to hear to believe. It's unbelievable that uh, it happened, and just thankful nobody got hurt, but... uh, Yeah, someone's going to be in court today. Kevin Martell with the full details on the way in just a moment. It's 628.